Inside Sources. Inside Sources. America's voice of reason. Boyd Matheson on Utah's home for elevated conversation. Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Well, yesterday we spent some time diving into the distraction and dopamine addiction that's been sweeping the country. And even further, we took a a look at just a fascinating piece. Uh, You should all check this out. Uh, Ted Gioia's fantastic state of culture. So he was uh, kind of juxtapositioning this against the president's State of the Union speech coming up here in just a couple weeks. And he's talking about the state of culture. And we're going to go even further today to look not just at the state of culture and what's happened as we've gone from art, and within art I would include music and literature, scripture, poetry, all of those things. Uh, We went from that to entertainment. From entertainment, we've gone to distraction where we're constantly just scrolling. Uh, And ultimately that leads to addiction where those dopamine hits that you get as you doom scroll through your social media feed. Uh, get you trapped in this space and ultimately leads you to a place where you are past feeling. You are no longer unable to feel based on things that used to create a a positive feeling for you in your life. And and so this dopamine addiction uh, is leading us to some pretty dangerous spaces as a society. It prevents us from having deeper conversation. It prevents us from doing the kind of learning and appreciation and connection to real people. Uh, in the piece, uh, he actually talked about the fact that we've gone from uh, playing sports to watching sports to now we're gambling on sports because we're getting to that, again, distraction, that dopamine hit, which leads to addiction. Or the way journalism has gone from newspaper, deep reading, long form to multimedia pieces that are much more quick hit. And now it's just clickbait. Uh, You can talk about videos going from long-form films and then TV and then to video, and now we've got these 15- to 30-second reels and shorts that are going on as we scroll through. You can take it in the communication space, from handwritten letters to voicemail to email to memos and now a short text, and it's not even a text anymore. It's just a bunch of emojis. And so all of these things have short-circuit short-circuited our ability to get to the deeper things and the more elevating things. Uh, And that's part of the challenge in our country. And it actually leads to where I want to dive in today. Uh, And that is this whole addiction, the next form of the addiction, is an addiction to chaos. And that we are now, as Americans, embracing this nihilism uh, that is upending our politics, that is prevent us from preventing us from getting to problem solving on any level. A great piece in The Atlantic by Derek Thompson is a staff writer there uh, talking about this whole nihilistic view and path that we find ourselves on today. And so really interesting, they did some fascinating studies uh, around this in terms of what people were willing to share. And amazingly, people have become more and more willing to share just about anything online but they particularly love to share chaos, conspiracy theories, regardless of who it hurts or helps. Uh, In fact, they did a a really interesting study. Uh, They took a group of pretty well-known people, some Democrats, some Republicans, Bernie Sanders, Ted Cruz, Hillary Clinton, Donald, Donald Trump, and they served them up some blatantly false stories about these people and then asked, would you share these online? And amazingly, people were willing to share all of it. 
whether they liked Bernie Sanders or hated Bernie Sanders, whether they liked Ted Cruz or hated Ted Cruz. And so suddenly we find ourselves in this really weird space. Uh, We've talked a lot about the elites of late, and there is clearly this populist surge in the country where taking down the elites has become good sport. Uh, Often society will build the elites up and then find great joy in tearing them apart and ripping them down. The interesting thing to me is that this really has become part of that dopamine addiction, is this nihilism. Uh, in fact, one of the, the quotes uh, in the piece is actually from uh, The Dark Knight. Some men just want to watch the world burn. And that's where our politics has landed, that we have this new nihilism, this desire to see everything just destroyed and torn down without having a plan to fix it, by the way, which I think is the biggest problem. Uh, it takes no discipline to just deconstruct and tear down. Uh, just opposing things that takes no mental discipline or deep thought. But we keep rewarding people who are chaos creators. Uh, we often do refer we often refer to them on this show uh, in honor of our uh, friend, the former Senator Ben Sass from Nebraska, uh, who just called this performative jackassery. Uh, it's a form of chaos creation. And again, it's preventing us as a nation, from having the conversations that can actually solve the problems that we're dealing with as a nation. Uh, It was also interesting in this piece in The Atlantic that they talked about some people are no longer even interested in having a conversation about the solution because they find it very boring if there isn't chaos. So this need for chaos, again, go back to our discussion about avoidance and distraction, then becoming an addiction. And then you get to this point that, you, that it doesn't do it for you anymore, so you need more and more and more. And now we need more and more and more chaos in order to feed the beast and to keep that dopamine hit going. Now, I think it's very interesting, rolling into South Carolina tomorrow on the Republican side, that Nikki Haley is trying to give the counterpoint to this kind of nihilism and saying, look, we got to be done with chaos in this country. And she's trying to make that case. And I think for a lot of those on the far right of the Republican Party, the nihilism is actually working for them. And they would be bored if there was not chaos. But that doesn't take us anywhere. And if all we're doing is just feeding this need for chaos over and over and over again, And then rewarding those who create chaos, which only helps their own status, power, or control. Then where do we end up? Because eventually, those calling for the chaos and to just burn it down will eventually burn it down. And so someone, and that someone, by the way, is you and me and everyone else. Uh, We can't point fingers or place blame on this one. We have to stop feeding the beast. We have to stop clicking. We have to stop scrolling. We have to say, I'm not going to be part of the chaos conversation anymore. Because then and only then will it begin to stop. Uh, Sadly, it's become kind of a chronic condition in our politics. And I love the way uh, this piece in The Atlantic concluded with a finger right on the journalist's. And their own company 
saying, if we want to understand the need for chaos, it might be useful to scrutinize the ways in which we are responsible for growing the public's taste for narratives that catastrophize uh, and promise with something different, which is improvement and forward movement. Uh, Interesting stuff. All right, we'll step aside for one last break. We'll come back. Final segment, Inside Sources, coming up next.